Welcome to the Smut Hive, where each week we review a dark romance book, drink some high noons, laugh our asses off, and rant about all of the hot smutty sex. There will be spoilers, so if you want to read it first, close now and come back later. We also want to duly note this is an explicit podcast where we will be talking about all the taboo topics we read, including explicit sex of all varieties, subject matter that could be sensitive to some, and filthy language. We are your hosts, Jillian and Morgan. Are you ready? Yes. Welcome back to the Smut Hive. Hello. Hi, Morgan. Hi, Jill. How are you? Oh, I'm good. You're good? Yeah. How are you? I'm good. It's been a week, but mm-hmm. I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's starting to get a little fallish yeah. around here. I'm into fall. It's my favorite season. It's my favorite season, too. I mean, I'm really sad about summer because I loved my summer, but at the same time, like, I'm kind of ready. Yeah. Kids are back at school. Yeah. Time to get shit rolling, get spooky season mm. happening. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. And from what I'm buzzing about, I had my very first pumpkin spice latte of the season. Okay. I broke the seal. Thank you, Starbucks. <sighs> what does fall mean to me? Well, football. I know you're not a thing. Gross. College football. So I do fantasy football with my husband and a bunch of our friends. Um, I'm bored. I know. But like sweatshirts mm-hmm. and Michigan's beautiful in the fall here. Yeah. It is very pretty here. Yeah. I mean, I do love a pumpkin latte, but mainly football for me. No. I know. Gross. I just want like, I know. chili and pumpkin. Yeah. Yeah. What are you buzzing about? Um, I mean, I guess similar, like fall, vibes. fall, fall vibes. Uh, my daughter does travel softball, so we're getting into turn the end of the tournament season. So that's about to start up. So my Sundays are about to be a no-go, <laughs> a no-life Sunday. But other than that, just, you know, getting back into the swing of, like, life with kids in school. I have so many projects to do. Yeah. So, yeah. I did a fun project. I painted a cabinet. Mm-hmm. Like, chalk painted that fucker and stuck it in my office and then put pretty things on it. It looks good. I like it. It I came like out it. really well. Yeah. It kind of yeah. makes me want to, like, use that. Mm-hmm. For something. Something. Like, I'm looking around my house now. Mm-hmm. My husband can see it. Like, my eagle eye is like, what can I fucking paint next that I already own? He's you like, know? And he's like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already even have the guest room tore up because I'm, like, going to repaint it and mm-hmm. do all these things to it. And he's like, uh, no one has been in there since. Right. Know. But yeah. my brother's coming from England to stay with me. So yeah. That's going to be fun. Hey, we read a book. We did. We read the Filthy Trilogy by Lisa Renee Jones. Three books. The Bastard, The Princess, The Empire. Yes. The covers. Good. These are really good covers. Really good covers. Yeah. That's what attracted me mm-hmm. absolutely to, to the series yeah. and reading the book. So, yeah. Well, good you job. told me about it. Yeah. Good and I liked, yeah, I liked the covers. They're very sexy. They are very sexy. Very, like, black, white, red. Yeah. Well, and they're just hot. Yeah. I really like um, The Princess, which is book two. Mm-hmm. She's got like a great dress on. Like it's kind of backless yeah. or whatever. And just this look that she has on her face, it kind of really matches yeah. up to the book series. So yeah. I could really, you know, we've talked about it before where you can kind of look at the covers and sometimes they match the books or sometimes it's cartoonish and we're not really fans of the cartoony yeah. covers. 
but these ones were were really great so good mm -hmm. job there lisa renee jones um okay so listen the book one the bastard you've got your main character the man because that's who we really care about his name is eric mitchell how'd you feel about eric i loved him he's great hot mm -hmm. an asshole mm -hmm. 75 percent of the time mm -hmm. so enough mm -hmm. uh but when he's not an asshole he's not like sweet as pie he still has like asshole vibes but he's like redeeming yeah he's a genius yeah he's like a savant genius mm -hmm. and he has a certain way where everything kind of correlates in his brain through numbers and he gets overwhelmed sometimes yeah. and his brain kind of overwhelms and he like might space out or he has like Rubik cubes that he kind of like holds mm -hmm. on to to like give him something like to ground him or whatever. And it's very interesting in this, this book series because of how he's dealing with that, with the things that are coming right. at him, because you've got a romance, you've got action adventure, you've got a whodunit plot You've got lots of twists and turns and you have like the main love interest. Right. So there's a relationship that's there and it's all coming at him. I think she, I think at some point the girl asks him something and he's like, oh yeah, da, 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 da. And she's like, how do you know that? He's like, I have a photographic memory. Yeah. It's just his way of being yeah. able to take all this information and make it, you know, whatever. Right. So yeah, that was kind of, I've never read it before no, and I really I liked, liked it. it. And I think the author did a really good job on how she explained it. Yeah. Um, because I was very interested in him. Well, like, I feel like it's got like slightly like nerd vibes. Because mm -hmm. like, nerd. yes, hot nerd. Because he is a billionaire. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> he helps his best friend like run a massive company. And it's not based solely on him being a billionaire. Like we, we read a lot of billionaire books. Mm -hmm. They're a CEO of their own company and da, 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 da. But this is like, he's not the CEO. Right. He is a billionaire. Yeah. But that's not even really the gist of the story. Right. The gist of the story is that he is a genius. A nerd hot genius. And I'm not entirely sure that I've read a book with that before. Yeah. Well, and he's also like an ex-seal. Yeah. So you've got that badass <clears throat> in there too, which just makes yeah. him extra yummy. Um, but you have Eric. So you start out the book from his point of view. And you find out very quickly that he comes from a fucked up family. He's actually considered the second heir to the Kingston Motor Dynasty. So his dad is running it. His brother, Isaac, his older brother, Isaac, is the heir. And he's dick. Mm -hmm. So the whole family is dicks. Yeah. And you find out that Eric only came into the family when he was 16, when his mother committed suicide because she was dying of cancer. And she finally got um, Eric's dad to take up her attorney chest and admit that he was the father so she could go die right. and know that her son was going to be taken care of and have money because they're rich. Yes. So they always treat him like the bastard and he calls himself the bastard. Yeah. So he's a genius and they were able to test that on him pretty early on. And that, of course, pisses off the brother. And what ends up happening is that he doesn't fall in line with the Kingston way and he ends up running off to the seals. Right. So now you've got this like grown man who has already been through college at an earlier age than what the rest of us did. And then went and did so many years in the seals to become like a badass or whatever. Right. And he's showing up at this like family dinner event or whatever. And he's supposed to be making up his mind now that the seals are done. Is he going to come work for his father's company 
Or is he going to go work for his best friend who has a rival company? So mm-hmm. this is all motors, cars, right. and bullshit. So you you kind of get the idea that even though he hates them all, he's still kind of on the fence about his future. Like he can see himself in the Kingston family basically taking it over and right. making them all pay. Or he could walk away from that and just go have his life and make his money. Right. So while all this is going on in his brain... And he's explaining all of this to you. He actually sees a woman like standing, talking to his brother and they're not together or anything, but he was like, holy fuck, this woman. And he like walks up to her or whatever. And Isaac is like, well, here, meet our new stepsister. Right. So dad is now marrying and this woman whose husband passed away. And they have a grown daughter who works for the company. And it's also another car company. Right. So Kingston has now bought her. Her name's Harper has bought Harper's father's company. Right. And now she's going to come work for Kingston Motors. So he now, who he was attracted to her, he now knows he's still attracted to her and he's going to fuck, but he's going to treat her like shit because she's one of them. Right. So he's arrogant. Mm -hmm. He's mouthy. Yeah. She's interested. Very. Right from the beginning. Yeah. And Isaac is just like, what the fuck? Yes. Because Isaac hates him. Yeah, Isaac hates Eric. Hates him. They've the father has used them against each yeah. other growing up, and Isaac is not as smart, correct? Like Eric is. Yeah, but Harper is mouthy, and she like follows him. Like you're not just gonna say some like quippy, mean, right. passive aggressive bullshit, and then like walk away from me. So they get down and dirty pretty quickly from just meeting each other right well she wants to fuck him so because that's the only reason you would follow someone back to their bedroom right like you knew what you were doing girl right so they have this like sexual experience as far as you start to know he's gonna be naughty mouth he's gonna be Mm -hmm. filthy yeah he's gonna be dominant he's gonna be all the great things and then they don't have a condom and they are not going to fuck without right. a condom. So I was like, okay, responsibilities yeah. here right from the beginning. Yeah. Like, cool. But, you know, they've used every other body part and whatever. So here's this very interesting part of this sex scene. <sighs> he literally has to go inside her. So he does. He like. Just the tip. Just How the many tip. of us have heard that? And then like he slides in, like pumps once and yeah. comes out. And then they're like, fine, we can't fuck. Right. And they finish each other off. And she's like, oh, holy shit. They're calling my name. Like, yeah. She has to make a speech at this dinner for Kingston Motors. He instantly turns cold yeah. on her. And he was like, yep, you're one of them. Yeah. So she can't stay and argue with him because she's expected to be on stage and she's got to put herself back to rights. And he decides to leave. He was like, I'm not even going to stay and wait for no. her speech or talk to her afterwards. I got what I needed out of this. I'm Cold fucking hearted. Cold as ice. I'm walking away from right. his family. He actually writes his dad a note and leaves it in his office. And he's like, here's a stock tip for you. Like, don't say I didn't do anything. For yeah. You. Thanks for the paying for my education. And then he takes a job with his best friend. Right. That's it. Like, yep, that's, that's it. That's how you start out the book. Yeah. Now you're six years later. Yes. So six years later, you now have Harper's point of view. And she is coming to Eric. So the Kingston family lives in Colorado and Eric lives in New York City. Yeah. So she is coming to see him because Kingston is in big fucking trouble and her mom is involved and she's freaking the fuck out. Right. 
So I think the deal is, is that there were some deaths with the cars and some recalls started to happen. So then money gets having to get shifted and saved and moved around and shit like that. And Harper believes that Isaac is pretty much in charge of Kingston Motors at this point. She thinks he's up to some shady shit. Right. Her name is on a lot of stuff. Yes. But she's also finding out that there could be criminal charges filed. And then her mom is also like a stockholder and signing off on stuff. Right. Because it's a big family fucking dynasty. Mm-hmm. So she needs to come save herself and save her mom. And the only one that can do that is Eric. Girls he's got not, balls. He's not too thrilled to see her. No. From the beginning. Well, he's still under the impression that she's one of them. Right. And she isn't honest. No. Up front, not honest about why she's there. He knows she's lying. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not helping you until you tell me what the hell you're doing here. And like, for real, tell me. Don't feed me like a line of bullshit I can like read through your lies. Mm-hmm. And she does, eventually. And it is not what he wanted to hear. No. Gigi, who's his grandmother, uh, sent Harper to him to get his help. But Gigi was a monster to him and his mother. Right. Through the process of trying to establish paternity. (coughs) So he's like, fuck no. Like, I'm not helping her. I'm out. Like, no. And how dare you come here when you knew that, like, we had bad blood. Right. Fuck you. And she begs. Yeah. And then he, like, I don't know, like, he doesn't really turn on her because he's kind of been turning on her from the beginning. Like, unless you're going to tell me 100% of the truth of what the fuck is going on and why the fuck you're here, then I can't save you. Yeah. And she was just, she's not telling him everything. She's telling him just enough to get him interested but she's like, Eric, I know that you can save the company. It's your family's company. And he was like, no, no, princess. Like, I'm going to fuck the company. Yeah. Up. Like, I'm going to take it over. Yep. And she was like, no, don't ruin it. And he was like, why are you even still around? Like, I knew you were one of them, but why are you even still around? And she keeps still using the excuse of it's her father's legacy has been folded into this company and she's not ready to let it go. Immediately annoyed. Yeah. Uh, was it my favorite? Immediately annoyed. Yeah. First of all. The second they took over your father's company, it was no longer your father's company, nor did it follow his, like, moral standards. Right. Why are you still there? Right. Like, get the fuck out of that business. Yeah. Immediately annoyed. This is when I turned on her. I liked her up till this point, Mm. and then I turned on her. Well, you can tell that, I mean, they all have money, but there's a whole lot of money at stake. But she's really concerned about her mother and she's really concerned about criminal charges. And now you're also finding out because she's releasing a little bit of information, Mm -hmm. but that um, Eric's dad took over her trust fund, her inheritance that she got from her father and used it to like, I don't know, put it back in the pension fund or did something that clean up some mess that Isaac had made. Like her mom signed over her trust fund. Yeah. Immediately. Goodbye, bitch. Yeah. Like you're out. Mm -hmm. You're one of them. I am not. How dare you do that and betray me? Mm-hmm. Fuck you. I don't care what happens to you. Yeah. No. Oh, her mom is a piece of I work. can't. Piece I cannot. Well, Eric and Harper are still in New York, and they're doing, like, this trust games thing back and forth where he wants to trust her, but he's telling her he doesn't. She wants to trust him, but she's telling him that she doesn't. But they're sure going to fuck. Right. And it's, it's good because... 
like, like a hate fuck. It's a hate fuck. Yeah. It really did start out where he was hate fucking her yeah. and she knew it. And she liked it. She did like it. Like, it was hot. I mean, the sex scenes in the series are amazeballs. They're very steamy. Yes. Yeah. Right up there on the spice level. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely what we're used to. So I think one of the things I can point out about this book series and why I liked it the way that I did is it's a little bit of break from like the mafia stuff mm-hmm. or a little bit of break from your normal billionaire because there's like this, there's so many plots that are going yeah. on. Like it's very plot driven and then very sex driven. Yes. So you get all your smut, all your great yeah. written sex scenes on top of like this great like plot situation that's going on. However, it takes you a long time to get all the answers. I could have done without some of the plot lines. Yeah. It made it or a little... shortened it. Like, yeah. the suspense really dragged out. Yeah. Um, and so I almost feel like maybe it could have been a duet as opposed to yeah. a trilogy. But there was a lot that was going on. Yes. Yeah. We're not even going to be able to cover no. it. Because I don't even think I have it all straight in my head. No. So, Yeah. Um, okay, so anyway, they hate fuck, they hate fuck it out, it's incredible, but then she goes home, like, she leaves, she goes home, so she's back to Colorado, and she doesn't know what the fuck she's gonna do at this point, um, because she doesn't have the power to take on Isaac and the dad, right, um, and then try to save her mother still, for whatever reason, we still haven't figured out, except for the fact that that's her mother, yeah, well, he shows up, Eric shows up while she's having this conversation with Isaac and Isaac's being a big dick to her yeah. and Eric shows up and he's defending her right from the beginning and letting her know, like, I was hired to come here and evaluate the company. And Isaac is like, you mean take over the company? And he was like, meh. Like, he's not going to reveal right. what it is he's looking for. But you find out the whole fucking place is bugged. Like, right. Super got, creepy. Isaac yeah, is fucking creepy. He is. Also, I did like when he was like... I'm your new boss. Like you'll answer to me to Harper. Right. You'll answer to me. You'll be coming to the conference room. We'll be working together. Yeah. And I think she's kind of didn't know that he was coming. So she does not know that he had a conversation with Gigi at this point. Right. But Gigi did pay him a lot of money. And for him, it's not about the money because he has his own. Mm -hmm. But she does find out that Gigi did hire him. So, and everything is bugged. And shit is going on with the union. Like, shit just starts rolling. Yeah. As far as the plot line. Yeah. It's like, it's all about this, like, family power struggle. Who is the matriarch or patriarch Mm -hmm. of the family? Who's actually running the company? Who has more stock and shares? Who has the board? Like, it's so much written in there. And all you're trying to do is figure out, well, what the fuck, what's happening and what's happening with these recalls and what's Isaac doing and what the fuck is the union situation like? And Eric's finding all these discrepancies Mm -hmm. everywhere because he's a fucking genius. And she keeps just finding out more and more shit about her mom. Like her mom is just deeper and deeper and deeper in this. And when she tries to confront her mom about it, her mom's not really telling her anything. And she keeps referring to Eric's dad as her father. Right. She's like, my father died. Yeah. Because she can't in her brain, you know, they're stepsisters, step-siblings, but they've never lived together. No. They're not blood-related in any way. They're fucking grown up. So I had no issues with them being step-siblings. I felt like that was a trope to use, but it didn't actually follow it. 
No, I think it was more along the lines of Isaac had something to goad them with. Yeah. Because I think he called them the incestuous, incestuous, yeah. I can't say the word. And I don't know. And siblings or whatever. Yeah. yeah it was I don't know. I kind of felt like just when a plot line was starting to make sense, like three other ones popped up. Yeah. And I was kind of exhausted. Like I found myself like thinking, God, is another sex scene going to come up soon? Because like I'm tired yeah of this well, but it does like, yeah you get to yes. the point to where you're like oh my god i don't care who did it anymore or what did they right. do and then you would bam have sex yes. because he's gonna stay with her he's even gonna check out of his yeah. hotel and he's gonna stay with her and they're gonna like try to have this relationship however you know from both of their points of view both of them have secrets that they don't want the other one to know but they also want to have a relationship right because at this point, it it from basically the hate fucking in New York yeah. onto this, you've already established the fact that we want more than just sex and we want to have a relationship. Right. Like for six years, right. I've been pining over you type of situation. So that's happening. Yes. So you're getting kind of close to the end of book one and you're trying to figure out like, is she going to tell him? Are she going to tell us right. what her fucking secret is? We have no fucking clue. And they get into some new confrontation with Isaac about something else that's happening and the plot lines, yep. plot lines, plot lines. And he lets it basically slip at that point. Like, well, who, who fucking knocked you up then? Like, cause you had a miscarriage in my office. Yeah. So like six years ago, that one good one pump that they had, apparently she got pregnant. I don't believe it. Well, and she didn't think he, Eric would believe it. So right. she never told him. Yeah. She didn't even realize she was pregnant. Like, she didn't yeah. think you could get pregnant off of, like, just sticking your dick in. Yeah. For literally 15 seconds. Right. But she did. And she had a miscarriage. And Isaac is the one that had to help her and take her to the hospital. And right. that's why he knew about it. But Eric doesn't automatically get pissed off and think that she... He's he's mad thinking that she was with somebody else. Yeah. He does it doesn't even occur to him that it could be his. Right. But again, she's lying to him about stuff and she's not telling him the right. truth and so he gets mad and leaves because when he gets mad, he flips like 0 to 60. Yeah. And, and he, just yeah. goes off. And he runs. Yeah. He's a runner. He's a runner. But he's mouthy about it when yeah. he runs though too because it's he's hot. it's mean. Yeah. It's mean. But I like it. Yeah, same. Yeah, I know. But he he leaves her and she goes back to work and she's just trying to figure out what the absolute fuck. And she's calling him and leaving him all these voicemails telling him all the things that she would tell him if he would just talk to her. And she's in like the warehouse or yeah. something like that. And then like the power goes out and you hear her get like snatched or something. And that's the end of book yeah. one. And you're like, huh. Okay. And at this point, they have so many enemies. I have no idea who's trying to kill this bitch. No, you don't know. There's, you think you know, then you don't know. And then something happens and then you're going a different like path. And then like, you're like, no, it has to be this person. It was a lot. I will tell you what it did though, is it did make me want to read book two. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, I've invested this time. I want to know what's happening. Who the fuck is this? Mm -hmm. By book two. By book two. Because book one is Kindle Unlimited, right? Or it's free. It might be free. But the I had already bought them, so yeah. I didn't know. The second two, though, you have to buy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so when you get into book two, the princess, you're like, who took, like, what's happening yeah. to her? 
Well, someone like covers her mouth and then whispers in her ear and she figures out it's Eric. Yeah. So he's letting her know this is not just some random power outage. Somebody is here with us. Yeah. So they're like sneaking around and ninjaing and Mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff. And sure enough, there is a a physical confrontation. Of course, he's protecting her and um, they don't know who the guy is and they're fighting he's eric is fighting and you know and she picks up a gun and she shoots but she misses and they get away and they come to find out because eric has not only covered his tracks with like getting his contract and everything signed with Gigi, but he hired a security company Mm -hmm. so he hired walker security which if you're a fan of this author you know is another series that she has called walker security yeah you get a lot of these characters yeah. from those books that come in here. Um, and so the security people are friends and they're watching them and they're guarding them and they've got their own security detail and their own hacker and they're digging through stuff and find out it is a professional hit. But yeah. They don't know who put the hit out on her. I mean, you have a professional security firm, mm-hmm. Navy SEALs, mm-hmm. probably seven of them, six or seven of them doing all sorts of different things. Mm-hmm. And we still don't know what the fuck is happening. Mm-mm. Guys, yeah. I'm tired. What is happening here? There's so much that's going on. But he, now that he knows it's a professional hit, like, he has to take her back to right. New York. Like, she can't be in Colorado yep. anymore. Like, they're on a plane within minutes, and he's taking her. And she's sobbing about leaving her mom. She's sobbing about leaving her mom, and she's sobbing because she's like, we don't know, I don't know where we're at at this point. He left me. Yes, he came back, but he left right. me. And so then they talk about the miscarriage. Yeah. And he completely, like, believes her and agrees with her, but he knows that she's still hiding stuff, and she thinks that he's still hiding stuff but they're still going to be together and they're going to be together in his space in new york and she's not going back to kingston motors mm-hmm. well i have a lot of things to say yeah at this point in this series so we're gonna take a break quick break and then we're gonna come back and i'm gonna go off there you go welcome back we're back okay here you go here we go mm-hmm. Neither of them trust each other. Mm-mm. Both of them think they're hiding things, yep. which they are. Yes. But they're always hiding something. There's not any point in this entire series in which someone isn't fucking hiding something. There always seems to be one more. Yeah. Always. Yeah. And then they're like, they do like a real life married couple scenario where you're like fighting or arguing and then you bring up something from four months ago. And you're like, what the fuck does four months ago have to do with right this minute? For them, it's six years ago. Right. Yeah. And then this whole time, she's talking to him about how great he is and how much she feels for him. And he's not a bastard and da 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 da. And they have one argument. And she's like, okay, bastard. Mm-hmm. I'm like, can we just grow up and, like, move forth? You're demanding him. To tell you all his secrets. Mm-hmm. Demanding it. Mm-hmm. Yelling at him. Calling him terrible things. But bitch you lying. Mm-hmm. You have your own secrets. I can't. You would think that her secret was just the miscarriage thing. But as soon as that is done. There's another one. There's another one. And then there's another one. Yeah. And then there's another one. Like and how I... much does one take? And how are you really supposed to trust somebody when they are always telling you that that's it, but there's 
always something else that you're hiding. Right. I do not understand how it, it, in the second book, they're in love with each other and they want to build this relationship. Neither of you trust each other. Neither of you are telling each other the truth. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, and then on his side of things, every time that they do get into an argument or he goes through one of his like crisis modes where he's talking about where he's not, he is the bastard and he's not good enough for her and he's trying to push her away. So he gets real cold and real mean. And like in one sentence, he'll say, this is our home. You're going to live here with me. We're going to be here together forever. And then he's like, you know, well, you can take the guest room or my apartment. We'll go back to my apartment. Or she picks up on all those little things. And she's like, you know, you said that just to hurt me. Grow. And they do this through the entire book too. Grow up. Back and forth. And the only thing that stops that from happening, well, of course, the world is still spinning and bullshit's still happening. His dad comes back from like Europe and gets poisoned. And the way that it's laid out is it possibly could have been Eric that did it. Right. But he's telling everybody, I didn't do it. It's a professional hit, just like that was on Harper. It's a professional hit on my dad, like a poisoning type of situation. And he didn't do it. And he didn't do it. No. But he doesn't even think that she believes that he didn't do it. Right. So again, another monkey wrench in their relationship. What relationship at this point? I know. The only thing that's even remotely working is their sex life. Oh, and that's really working. It is. That's really working. It's hot. Mm-hmm. But you aren't in any kind of relationship. You're in a situationship. Yeah. Well, and I think for him, he's used to living with like high anxiety, high stress, move, move, move all the time. Where, yeah, she was in a corporate world, but she can't handle the type of right. strain and stress that he is able to handle. So her, she's like, I, I don't even live in my own home. Like, I can't even go back to my own home. Yeah. Do I even want to go back to my own home? And then what the fuck is my mom? Why is she such a shitty mom? And now I'm starting to understand that she's a shitty fucking mom. And so now I'm going to protect me instead of just protecting her. And that's great because he's still going to help protect the mom. Which annoys me. But, and then on his side of things, he hates his dad, but his dad's dying. Yeah. So he's having to face that. And that's also triggering things for him. Yep. So this is what book two is about. Yes. Where you get to the end, again, with another cliffhanger, is Eric's bestie, Grayson, that he works for comes over and they're having a conversation and she's supposed to be in another room, but she's of course nosy. So she's eavesdropping and Grayson says something to the effect of, are you going to tell her? And she's like, tell me fucking what? So now she's on her high horse because she's caught him having something to hide from her and she's still hiding things from him. Also, this was an A-B conversation. Bitch, see your way straight on out that door. I'll let you know when I'm ready. Mm-hmm. That's the end of book two. Immediately annoyed. And now I'm so annoyed. I'm buying book three because I want to know what the fuck he's going to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he doesn't tell her this is an A-B conversation. He's like, oh, no, wait. Hold on. Yeah. Let me explain myself. And Grayson's like. Bye. Bye. I'm out of here. Right. Like, you, see you later. Figured this shit out before right. I came over. But all it was is that a couple of years ago, when the company first started to have trouble, it dipped enough. It like I don't know, stock and bullshit. Yeah. It dipped enough where he could have done a hostile takeover. Right. And he included her with them. 
So the idea is he was going to take down the company and destroy her too. Bitch, that was, first of all, that was three years after I fucked you. Right. And three years from this date right now that we're having a conversation. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. And they do. They get through it. They talk about Not it. after she is on, like you said, her high horse. Like, bitch, you are still keeping secrets. Oh, yeah. Get out of here with this. And I'm trying to even remember. Also, he's protecting your cunt of a mother as well. That's true. Get out of here. I can't even remember what her last one was. It had something to do with the family. Like, he's not in the will or... Right. I don't know. Something yeah. they were going to destroy him somehow or... <coughs> I don't know. Yeah. Something There's like, too many. It wasn't that big of a deal. No. Um, anyway, so they get through it. And then book three is actually him really getting into his savant thing and really starting to focus on all of the messages and the puzzles and where everyone is. Right. And what's doing, who killed his dad, his dad dies. Yes. Um, and all of this kind of nonsense. Well, I think that it's pretty clear from book one that Isaac is such a fucking douche canoe. Right. That he's responsible for everything. I, I never once didn't think he wasn't responsible. Right. And through the book, Eric is kind of feeling like Isaac wasn't really responsible because he didn't give him enough credit to be smart enough. Right. Well, you find out it's because Isaac has now gotten in trouble with the mob. And the mob is the one that's actually pulling his coat strings and being smarter than him. And that's who Isaac is essentially behind it all. Like, and is why couldn't we have left the mob out and just had Isaac be like a secret smart guy? Mm-hmm. He just likes to use power instead of his mind. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like the mob fit in. No. I mean, they, that's where they brought in the unions and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But just... he's douchey enough on his own. I didn't right. think that he needed help. I guess maybe just to make him desperate. Somebody had more power yeah. than him. Maybe. That could control him. Maybe. Oh, wait. I remember what the other secret was. The other secret was is her mom, found Harper's mom, found out that when Eric's real mom was dying, oh, yeah. um, she applied to be in like a cancer treatment that could have possibly saved her life. And Eric's dad paid to have her not put in the trial, right. like on purpose. He wanted her to die. Yeah. And the mom knew about it and still stayed by his side and didn't knew that Eric's mom. So she thinks Eric is the one, Harper's mom, yeah. thinks Eric is the one that's behind poisoning his dad because he wants, like, revenge for his mom. Except for Eric never knew. Never knew until Harper told him. Right. And also, he wasn't mad about it. No. Not mad at Harper. Right. Also, when you find out that your mother is keeping that a secret, something that horrific, and she stays there, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. No. And that's why Eric was telling her from the beginning. Like, yeah. She's not a good person. Right. What are you doing? And Harper's understanding, my mom, my my mommy sucks. My mommy's not a good person. So she goes through that. Yeah. And yeah. he has to deal with grieving his dad, even though he hated right. his dad. You still have to do something with yeah. that, you know? Yeah. So he's going through all of that. Um, but essentially what you're getting at this point, when all of these secrets have now all come out, that they have to pay. Like, that's Eric's philosophy at this point. Like, I need to keep Harper safe, and I need to keep myself safe, and I need to keep Grayson, my partner, safe. Right. But I'm, I, they need to pay. They all need to pay. And he doesn't buy Gigi's bullshit. He right. took Gigi's money and Gigi's contract in order to get himself into Kingston Motors to threaten, fuck up his brother. Yeah. 
but he doesn't trust her. Well, I don't either. I still think she's dirty. Yeah, she's dirty. She's dirty. Yeah. But so Gigi takes off on them too. She jumps a plane to like Italy and it was, but it's because she thinks Isaac was going to kill her. Right. And what you find out is that Isaac isn't even really a Kingston. Right. Um, Isaac's mother, who was married to Eric's father, um, had an affair. And so Eric's dad, I think his name was Richard. So Richard was never Isaac's father. So technically Isaac can't inherit. It would all go to Eric. Right. So he's trying to, he was trying to kill Harper and blame it on Eric. And when that didn't work out, he killed the dad to try to blame it on Eric. Yeah. And that didn't work out. So what happens in the end is that Isaac basically gets turned over. Like they let him inherit. They, Why? Well, they let him in, inherit because basically the mob now owns Kingston Motors. Yeah. So the mob, he's the mob's problem now. Yeah. Eric doesn't have to have anything to do with Kingston Motors and he moves on with his life with Harper. The mom um, ends up going with Gigi and yep. living in Italy. And that's pretty much where you wrap shit up. Yeah. Like, it's a whole whodunit. And then it's, when the whodunit part is over, it's about their relationship. But... For me, like the who done it was not shocking, so I was like very underwhelmed. I wasn't really underwhelmed. I I wanted to figure out how it all fit together. Yeah. Well, yes, that, mm-hmm. but I knew it was Eric, or I knew it was Isaac. Right. So like I was underwhelmed with that. But well, there were also so many suspects that you were like, was the attack on Harper Gigi? Was the attack on Richard Isaac? Right. Or was it the mom? Yeah. Like, you never knew. No. So, I mean, you knew Isaac was a part of it, but you didn't know if somebody was pulling his strings or if he was doing it himself. And then he's like a big fat tit baby right. at the end and admits to the things yes. that he did. So, or who was giving them messages or who was... I think it was Gigi was Gigi doing was the messages. Gigi was giving them the messages. Yeah. yeah. Because she's a savant too. That's where Eric actually gets it from, mm-hmm. which makes him hate her like even more. Correct. But what you find at the end, though, is that they've moved on with their career. So, like, she works with him yep. for Grayson and that they live together and they're happy and everyone's in love and they don't have to deal with the Kingstons and they're not dealing with the family and they've completely detached themselves from that and they're all in love and they have a marriage proposal and it's great. And that's the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So wrapped up into a pretty little bow. It is. Which you deserve. Yes. Like, if you're going through all of this mindfuckery, yes. you deserve your happy ending at the end. Very true. I'm really glad it wasn't another baby. Like, I just didn't want... Yeah. I didn't feel like that would fit in no. there. So I'm really glad that, like, the epilogue wasn't that she got Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I don't know. Anything else you want to say about it? Mm, what would you dick score it? Out of five, I say I would give it a four on just the sex alone and Eric. Mm-hmm. I really, really loved Eric. Yeah. Even when he was being a, such a fucking oh, yeah. psychopathic asshole. Um, I fucking loved him. I would give it a three. Okay. You hated Harper. I hated our Harper so much. The three is based on Eric and the sex alone. I didn't really care for how massive the plot was. I love a good plot. And I love one that keeps me in suspense. But this one was too many plots wrapped up into one large one. And it was just hard for me to keep track. Because I was like, oh my god. Like, another one? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. 
So I just, I like my reads to be more of like lighter than this. Yeah. A little bit more relaxing yeah. when we read. This yeah. is definitely like suspenseful. Yeah. And that's what she writes. Yeah. So, um, you know, we wanted to take a little yeah. bit of a break from the mafia stuff. Right. So there you go. I gave yep. you a break. Exactly. Yeah. Very, very whodunit. Yes. I like the whodunit of it all. But I was, I was obsessed with Eric from the beginning. Same obsessed and i love the savant thing Mm -hmm. and how powerful he was and covered in tattoos and mouthy and filthy and all the good things yeah i loved it me too awesome um let's see what do we got coming up oh this is you what you picked it oh is this credence yeah yes credence by penelope douglas well tiktok I kept seeing it on TikTok, so I thought, okay, I like Penelope Douglas. I like her stories. They're very different and interesting. So I thought, okay. So I read it. Uh, it's very tropey. Mm-hmm. Almost, I think, some people are like, when they read the cover, you know, like where it tells you like what it's about. The flap. I feel like some people would be like, mm, this isn't for me. But not me. No, I'm like, of course not you. Yes, let's get into this. So I liked it. I'm essentially forcing you to read it. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like you're going to hate it. We'll see. But I'm real excited to review this one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll do it. That's how it happens here. Mm-hmm. Just like I spoke to you earlier today, I stumbled across a mafia mm-hmm. book. Like I just said we were taking a break from mafia and then I was reading them for right. fun. Um, I think I got it off TikTok. Uh, and um, mafia, is it mafia mistress is yeah. the first one? And then mafia darling. Jesus fucking Christ. These books are so good. I could not go to sleep. Like, I literally just kept reading until my eyeballs were about to fall out of my head. I would go as to far, so far as to say one of the best mafia books I've re- ever read. Yes, which means now we have to do it. So coming later Soon. in yep. this season, uh, we'll be doing that. We also did um, get contacted by another author who asked if we would read and review her book. And she has a paranormal mm-hmm. book, which I am always down. We haven't done a paranormal in a while. Mm-hmm. so Yeah, so it's called Seducing Hope. It's by Adeline Winters. So that's coming in October yep. during spooky season. Yep. Super excited about that. Mm-hmm. Lots of fun stuff. And we really appreciate when um authors and fans just send us messages do it through the instagram through the tiktok through the facebook through our email all of those fun things because we really do read them it might take us a minute to reply to you because we like to do it when we're together yeah so it doesn't feel like it's just one person answering you so it takes us a minute to get together but we we will always answer we'll always answer And if we forgot to answer, then you have our apology, but we just love the interaction with you guys. And it just lets us know that you care about what we're doing. We're always looking for book recommendations. So keep sending them. Yes. Yeah. And then all those great places that want likes, follows, reviews, loves, comments, and shares. Yes. I think I covered all of them. I'm getting so good at this social media talk. I know. I know you are. I hate social media, guys. I'm so old. I just hate it all. Morgan makes me do it. So... Oh, well. Yeah. All right. So come back next week. Credence. Bye.
So before you get on with your day, be sure to check us out on our social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok as The Smut Hive, done by yours truly, our IT expert. <laughs> Follow, like, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at smuthive at We would love to hear from you. We better hear from you.